so it's really important to look at where are your skills? Where is your excitement lie? When you spend your energy there, you're doing your best work. And that's when you're really giving the gifts to the world of, of what you have to offer and then hiring the rest out because you're not, you're wasting time trying to learn how to do something from the ground up. Welcome to Jotful's Marketing Made Easy. I'm Dawn Verbrigge, Jotful's CEO, two-time entrepreneur, former business school professor, and the one with the marketing experience. And I'm Natalie Bruno, Dawn's partner in crime, certified people person, and the one who speaks with small business owners every day about their website and marketing challenges. We're here to have practical and fun conversations with people who know a thing or two or three about how to get more customers for your business. Natalie. Done. What a fun and relevant topic we have today, yes? Yes, I actually think after of all of the um, Marketing Made Easy webcasts that we've done, it's probably the most pertinent for many of the, certainly many of the customers that we serve, um, yep. but probably a lot of small business owners. Yes, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I actually started my career in marketing, specifically in marketing communications, which is an aspect of marketing that I know Elena is going to touch on a lot today. I started as a graphic designer, and then I went into move, I moved into marketing communications. And so I sort of walked out of there having a pretty good understanding of if you were a small business, which aspect of marketing you needed pretty early on. But I know that this is a huge challenge for our customers. They just need a little bit of marketing help, but they're not going to bring on a full-time person usually, at least not at the start. What are you seeing from our from our customers or some of the small business owners you've been talking to, Natalie? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I hear this all the time. So I'll actually give two examples just so that the folks who are on the call or on the, um, or who are listening today uh, might feel a sense of, oh, that's me. Um, one prospect, uh, that I talked to, he came and said, you know, I, I know I need email marketing. I think I need to be doing, uh, some blogging. Um, but I'm really just not sure. Is it the advertise? Like what, where should I start yeah. and who should I talk to? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one example. And that's the kind of thing that, that I hear all the time. Another, um, Barbara, sorry to call you out, but you know, you said welcome. So I'm going to do it since I know you're, you're <laughs> listening in today. Barbara is somebody who pulled in a lot of people from her own network and somebody to help with uh, photography, somebody to help with branding, somebody to help with marketing messaging, us to help with the website, just a lot of people. And so, you know, she was able to accomplish that and, and launch the website. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it's absolutely can be done. But I think a lot of the challenges that people have are how do you find those people? Yeah. How, once you have them, how do you manage those people? Do you know the right questions to ask? Which pieces to do first or last, et cetera? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so those, I, I just, I hear this all the time. So I think today's uh, talk is going to be really helpful. Yeah. And it sounds like Barbara was kind of serving that role of general contractor almost, mm -hmm. right? Right. For her marketing. And I think for a lot of small business owners, just a question of, I don't know what I don't know and who can help guide me through this process. And then, you know, who are all the different people I really need on my marketing team, even if they're freelancers or they're, they're part-time, but they're part of the team. And so you're getting the expertise that you need to actually grow your business. Super excited about mm -hmm. this conversation today. And Elena, um, Elena Alexandra is really a pro on this. 
she is a member of our Joppa community. We met her at what now? Probably about a year ago. Yeah, maybe sometime within the last year. Who knows what's happened I, in the last year? But exactly, right? <laughs> yes. It's all very cloudy. I think I talked to her first and I said, Natalie, mm-hmm. you have to meet this woman. She's really amazing. And I think that she has a lot of advice that's going to be really, really helpful to yeah. the business owners listening today. Yeah, so, and we sent so, a couple of customers her way as well who have loved working with her. So it's been a great awesome. collaboration. Yeah, awesome. You want to read her bio now? Yeah, sure. So Elena Alexandra is a design thinker, certified coach, and marketing strategist. She has a wholesome, creative approach to digital marketing strategy and a talent for zooming in on the essential elements. Elena has been a business owner for 10 years, working with entrepreneurs, small businesses, and beyond. Elena believes that the main purpose of marketing is to share your gifts with others. You have a duty to do the job well, so people don't miss what you have to offer. And I love that last piece. I love Welcome, it. Elena. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Hey, Elena, before we sort of dig into this question about what resources you need and who needs to be part of your, your marketing team, can you just talk to us a little bit about the basic building blocks sort of what do we actually need and what do we not need because as business owners we are very constrained in terms of both time and money right so we really need to make sure that we're focusing our energies on the things that are going to be the most impactful for our business so what do we actually need and what don't we yeah i think that's a great question and that's what i get into with a lot of my clients too is they come in and they're like oh i want all to be on all the social media platforms or something like that and i was like, kind of slow people down and say okay let's let's really start at the beginning do you have a strategy mm-hmm. do you know who your ideal client is do yeah. you know what they do where they shop where they show up how they act mm-hmm. um let's really get zooming in on who you want to come in the door and what is the best strategy to meet your ideal client? Um, so that comes in the form of, of being really clear about your brand. What does it look like? And also, what does it sound like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we spent so, a lot of time on that for ourselves at Jotful. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I think that copy, the, the tone of your story is so important. And I, I really... Um, I love the Jotful story. It's something that you can attach to. You can you can really feel the energy behind it, and that makes potential clients, you know, want to speak with you. That you speak to that small business. You speak to that care of. Oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. This is expensive mm-hmm. to build a website, right? And so then that person knows that you get them, and when you do that, then you get your clients in the door, and they feel cared about. Yeah, we had, we had in our last episode, or maybe it was the one before where we talked about story brand. And mm-hmm. one of the very first things you need to do is establish empathy and credibility. And a lot of the establishing of credibility comes from your demonstration that you understand the problems that they face and just so the challenges that, they, that they're up against every day. If you don't have a blueprint, you can't do that well. And if you don't know who your audience is or where you're going or anything else, then you really can't, you can't manage your business. So it's kind of coming down to the building blocks of you need a clear blueprint. You -hmm. need to understand who your client is, which is really, you know, to the story brand piece, your, your client is your hero. You're not the hero, right? You're their guide. So that's really important to establish early on. What are some of the skills that would be 
helpful um, to have on your team of whether it's contractors or um, people in your network who are going to help you like to get some of the marketing things done that you need to get done. Right. And so I think that what I'm speaking to is like the starting place is so important to get that brand strategy, to get that story done. So that would be a copywriter, a graphic designer, if you're hiring them separately, or if you're lucky, you can hire a marketing communications person that maybe can have the umbrella over both of those items and have kind of that domain where they can do really good story content and they can do really good branding. Elena, um, can you take a moment to explain what marketing communication is, or it's often known as Marcom. And I I think that this is the area of marketing in particular that's really relevant for a lot of business owners, but they might not necessarily be familiar with the term marketing communications. Yeah, for sure. Marketing communications is really kind of the umbrella over all of the marketing and digital marketing realm. It's PR, it's uh, story, it's copywriting, it's the newsletters, it's the graphic design, it's social media, it's your website. It's all of those things kind of put into one. And the most important piece, and this is why I keep on pushing on this branding and strategy, is that in marketing and communications, it's really important to have the integrated marketing efforts. Mm -hmm. If you have social media happening over on the left-hand side and it's doing like happy little pandas, but your, your website doesn't express that happy panda at all, then you have a disconnect. So it's really important that you integrate these things so that they all work together. And that's where your marketing communications people come in because they tend to have a really good ability to hold all of those pieces. Yeah. And so if you don't have necessarily a marketing communications person, but you need to bring in a bunch of those pieces and sort of serve as the project management person, can you talk some about the specific skills um, that they, that business owners might need? Yeah. And I think it really depends a little bit on that business owner, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it depends on what your background is and where your skill set falls. If you tend to have a good project management background, it's really possible for you to be able to pull in all of those different pieces of freelancers and kind of build almost your own agency to serve you in all of those marketing needs. If you really don't have that background and it's completely overwhelming to you, then having someone like myself who has that marketing communications background and can really serve in a lot of different uh, domains or can bring in under them someone who specializes maybe in SEO or social media where it's maybe not my forte, but I can manage that person. So it's really important to think about where your skill set lands you. So if your skill set lands you in being really comfortable talking to multiple people and being able to kind of hold the full picture, then bringing in a copywriter and a brand person right up front is really important. Moving on from there, of course, having a website, super essential, right? Where Jotful can come in or something more complicated if you're further along in the process, um, social media person, someone in newsletter, email marketing specialist would be a really important person to have on your team. There's also, depending on what you're doing, you may want to have someone who's an expert in throwing events. Maybe that's someone who's really good at throwing virtual events these days. <laughs> um, and so that could be a really useful marketing tool. So there's different people for, of course, each and every area. Yeah. So Elena, would you sort of think about what tasks you should do yourself and what you should outsource primarily based on where your skills and interests lie? 
Yeah, I think it's really important to look at, of course, where your skills and interests lie. Um, for a lot of people, you know, they can maybe take quick photos on their camera, but maybe those aren't really good enough to showcase right. their where so then a photographer is absolutely essential maybe that same person is pretty comfortable hangs out a lot on social media and even likes to get in front of the camera and chit chat so they can do some facebook lives some instagram lives and feel real comfortable doing that so then yeah. they've got social media taken care of and they can kind of manage that mm -hmm. so it's really looking at where are your skills falling and where are they not and that's where i come back to like having someone who's kind of on your side to really help you grow your business to sit alongside you so that might show up in the form of a business coach that might show up in the form of a marketing and communications person um, and that's where i brought in um, in the last year this kind of business coaching piece to my business because it's so important to be able to sit down with someone and really care about their business and and hear where they need to grow and what they're really wanting to have that mm -hmm. clear outcome because a lot of people go in i need to do marketing okay well what is the outcome that you want from that marketing so yeah we need to do marketing sure but what does that mean do you want more clients in the door well yeah probably where do your clients hang out what is it that you really really want how do you really yeah. want to engage with them yeah i think you touched on something really interesting there which is this point of expertise because as business owners we're all time constrained right and we know that if we do something ourselves, it's free, at least from a labor perspective, right? There's an there's an opportunity cost there. If we're doing it ourselves, that means that we're not doing something else in our business. And so I think, you know, your point of expertise, sort of really looking at if this is an aspect of marketing that's going to be really critical for moving the needle for my business, maybe this is the kind of thing where I bring in an expert to do it, right? And if something else is a little bit less critical, but not as time consuming, maybe that's something that I as, as the owner can do myself. I mean, it's really speaking to your zone of genius, right? So it's like, where, where do you light up? Where do you get excited? Why did you go into business for yourself for the first place? What really makes you want to spend time with people? How are you really excited about work? Mm -hmm. And the places where you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do that accounting. Oh, <laughs> or gosh, I have to figure out how to code WordPress. That's awful. Then you hire that out. That's when... Yeah like you guys have really solved a problem for a lot of people because you have these small business solopreneurs coming in and trying to learn WordPress because there's all these themes out there. Oh, you can do it yourself, right? Well, yeah, kind of, but it's actually <laughs> learning a whole other language and it's really complicated and it takes hours and it crashes and then the plugins yeah. cause conflicts and now your site is down and what? You just spent five years trying to figure this out and your business isn't launched, you know, it's not there. So it's really important to look at where are your skills? Where is your excitement lie and spend your energy there? Because when you spend your energy there, you're doing your best work. And that's when you're really giving the gifts to the world of, of what you have to offer and then hiring the rest out because you're not, you're wasting time trying to learn how to do something from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's take a few moments here and talk about where to find people, yeah. so where and how and to identify the people that can help you. Yeah. I mean, I think that again, what's going on with Jotful is a great place to start. So it's a really a fantastic resource of 
some of the most talented people that I know. Um, and so that's a really wonderful place. Most people are going to give you that first introductory call for free. So 30 minutes, you get to sit down, meet and greet them, ask them some questions, find out about their background, find out where their skills and talents lie and mm -hmm. see if that matches up with you. And then of course, matching up your personality and, and their personality are really important too. Let's face it. We have to work with this person, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to be an interesting part of your business. So your attitudes and, and how you feel when you have that conversation is super important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to Joppa community, I know that one thing we often like to do as well is just find somebody who's marketing we admire, mm -hmm. but, but a company that's not competitive with us and call them up and say, who did this for you? Right. right. Because if you like that piece, that means basically getting a view of their portfolio. Yeah, it's, that's super true. And I think also just like asking around, asking your friends and family, asking your business mastermind, you know, all of the chambers, chambers are a great place to find people as well. And then of course, it's really important to look at their work, to talk to people who have worked with them in the past, because that's also really important just to get a feel for, I think character match is almost more important than anything else, because mm -hmm. if you're not working like you're like I said you're working with this person on a regular basis if you don't trust them and you don't have that camaraderie with them that relationship it really doesn't go that far um, because they can be the most skilled person in the world but if they're not really able to listen to you and you don't have some trust with them then it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you're making that first a hire are you thinking about somebody who is probably a freelancer or a contractor? Or are you looking at maybe bringing somebody on part-time? And how do you manage those people to make them successful? Yeah, I think that it really depends. So again, it kind of depends on your business and what are you trying to undertake and where are you in that continuum of the process of opening your business? Mm -hmm. So are you at the place where hiring an agency with some higher costs, but where they kind of take on the whole thing for you and you have one person that you're talking to is, an, is a possibility. But like I said, a lot of times there's, you know, inflated costs there for what you're getting because it's an agency and they have the cost of employees. Otherwise, I really think that in many cases, hiring a freelancer is the way to go. Many freelancers will also work with other freelancers. So if you kind of get in the, get your foot in the door with one freelancer that you really like and admire, then you can from there find the network for your other freelancers. And that can work really well. And I know like both you and Natalie are really good at working with your clients to kind of help pair them up with freelancers that might be able to best serve some of their needs. And so that's part of it is finding those resources where you can kind of get matched up for the good relationship. Yeah, I think one of the things that you said in your, your last answer was about the trust factor and uh, where I really see that uh, and probably more than anywhere else else in all the various different marketing pieces is with uh, content writing because yeah. there's the like this is my voice and for most people you know we, we all learn to write right so there's a the whole continuum of where people are on the how to write spectrum but I think turning that over you sort of feel like as the business owner this is my business this should be my voice this is something I can do I should do this and then there's this amazing moment that happens when they realize this isn't actually my strength and I should pass this off to someone else. And, you know, we all celebrate, but then 
<laughs> finding the right person and, um, and then knowing even when you've just started working with them, is this person really the right person? I think is, it's one of the most challenging places I've found with that, that particular skill area. I don't know if you find that or if you have suggestions for, for business owners on that topic. Yeah, I think that's, again, where I go, like I'm super belaboring this whole relationship piece um, because I think it is so important when you're having someone write the story of your business you have to have a relationship with them. It is, for me, that is the skill set that is still the hardest to do what I call a really bang up job because it means getting inside that person's head, getting inside of their head and matching it then with what I know about marketing and then convincing them that they should trust me because what I'm doing is outside of their comfort zone. I'm taking them on the journey that they need to be on. I'm writing for their audience, but it's a leap of faith. And that leap of faith is really scary. Um, I wanted to go back really quickly to the rest of Don's question because I realized I ignored the piece on the part-time. You know, I don't think for most people it makes sense to hire an employee. I think that a lot of freelancers are really excited to get sort of a contract kind of position where maybe we're familiar with it as like a retainer in the law realm. So saying, hey, you know, I will pay X amount of month money per month to kind of have you on retainer. There's a lot of freelancers who would love to work on that sort of realm. And that way you get a little bit more dedicated support uh, because that's the challenge working with freelancers is their time is, is precious. They have lots of projects and it's hard to fit um, all of that together. And so that's part of what sometimes business owners feel of like, oh, maybe I'm sliding to the back burner. One of the ways to put yourself front and forward is to say, okay, I'm gonna commit to 10 hours a week from you. And so it's not necessarily a W-2 contractual relationship. It's still a 1099, but you have a certain commitment mm -hmm. to that freelancer. So now you have some priority. Yeah. One thing we do when we're bringing on new fr freelancers or contractors in any type of role is that we start with some kind of creative brief, right? Mm -hmm. And we begin by explaining to them who is our customer, how, you know, what's important to them, what are the challenges, what are the pain points they're facing, where can they be found, and <laughs> what is it that, you know, this particular campaign is that we're going to work on together, what are the objectives of this campaign, and then kind of turn it over to them to help us develop the tactics for the campaign and, and build it out. Is that right. how you usually work as well with, with a creative brief? Because I think a lot of our customers and a lot of those, the business owners we talk to aren't familiar with the concept of a creative brief. Yeah, Don, I mean, that like that's the contractor's dream world when uh -huh. they work with a business owner who has that information when they're hiring you to work on a campaign. You're like, oh my gosh, okay, this is like candy land. <laughs> um, the, the, my experience with when I come in to work with business owners is they don't have that. Right. Most business owners bootstrap themselves into creation. They haven't gone through the full branding process because they think of branding as just their logo. Mm -hmm. which it's not, it's so much more. It's the, all, all of the photos, it's the story, it's all the colors, it's your font. It's, it's so much more as you know. Yep. Uh, and so most business owners don't have that. And that's where I always come in and I say, okay, we can't go to the zoo until we figured out the road to the zoo. Right. <laughs> um, right. Sorry for my crazy analogy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really want to go to the zoo. Like, 
about what do you need to yeah. go to the zoo? Like, are yeah. you going to pack a lunch? How long are you going to be there? Is the weather going to be okay? Do you need an umbrella? I mean, these are all of the things. And it's like uh, all the business owners that are, you know, kind of bootstrapping themselves through. I get it. All they yeah. want to know is how did they get to that destination? They want that destination. Mm -hmm. um, but that journey is so important. So having the creative brief, having the details about your audience, about the cares, all of these things, it's not garbage to spend time there. Yes, it costs some money, but the thing is, is the amount of money that it saves is tremendous because oh, yeah. it, it you waste time. If you're marketing to the wrong person, you're wasting time. So right. you will save so much time when you sit down with your new hire or your contractor, Don, and you have all of that information already. So that's why if I can make one point today, it's get your strategy straight, figure out what that creative brief is about your business yeah. because it, it serves as that blueprint. It serves as that filter for all decisions about your business. It helps you decide who to hire. Mm -hmm. And once you have it, you can just use it over and over and over again with every contractor you work with. Absolutely. And so point. if that, like, you know, we were talking about, do you spend time doing something yourself or not? You know, there's classes, you can go learn how to put all of those things together. You can go sign up for a story brand uh, thing. It's quite expensive, but you can learn how to do it yourself. If that's the space that you want to learn and that lights you up, go do it. Power to you. If you don't hire someone to do it, don't think you can just short circuit the process. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to wrap it up right there. Uh, Elena, it was wonderful to have the conversation as I knew it would and a pretty hot topic, I think, for our business owners. So thank you, everyone, for joining today. And thank you, Elena, for being our uh, superstar marketing expert. <laughs> thank you so much for having me today and for my hosting us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Well, that's a wrap. If you enjoyed this episode of Marketing Made Easy by Jotful, please subscribe to the podcast. That way, you'll never miss an episode. We'll meet you on the next one.